Rank Draft Trade. Welcome back to the Rank Draft Trade Podcast. We appreciate you joining and listening in as always. I'm your hostess, Gina Noble. You can find me on Twitter at NobleG underscore FF. Let me introduce you to our fantasy brains. We have the pajama prince of our podcast, <laughs> Mr. At underscore Papa Bear Claw on Twitter. Mike, hey, what's your favorite Halloween candy? Favorite Halloween candy? All right. Hmm. Actually, it's going to be a normal Halloween candy. It'll be the Reese's Take 5. Reese's Take 5? Okay, I like it. I like the Reese's yeah. Take 5. It's got pretzels and stuff. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty good. good. All right, you mentioned that. I think that's the second time we brought it up. I was just going to say we're unofficially sponsored by, yeah, Reese's, if you're listening. And Heineken. Let's do it. Speaking of Taylor, no. <laughs> I mean, even if it just means I get a lifetime supply of Reese's peanut butter cups, I'm totally okay with that. Yeah. Mike, say hi to your fans. Hello. Moving on to sometimes Clark Kent, sometimes Superman. Tonight we've got Superman. Henry St. Clair, he can be found on Twitter at ClairvoyanceFF. Henry, what's your favorite Halloween candy? I'd do what the kids would call on a pro gamer move back in the day, and I'd uh, get those colored Tootsie Rolls, those fruit ones, right? All the lime are the best! Lime is the best. I like the lime growing up now, I'm kind of a chair. The vanilla's underrated. Oh, vanilla's so good. Vanilla's so good. Yeah. So what you do is, right, especially the vanilla ones, you grab those and one of the other colors and you twist them together. You, like, intertwine them. Like a licorice. And then, and then you bite into it and it's two flavors in one. I'm so trying this. It's very good. Because nobody ever wants those Tootsie Rolls. I feel like those Tootsie Rolls are underrated. Or you can squash them on top of each other and make a sandwich. Also really good. Oh, my God. Henry, you just blew my mind. Just blew my mind. I had no idea. I used to be really fat as a kid. (laughs) (laughs) Henry loves candy. Okay, but for the record, the lime, like I, anybody who doesn't want their lime colored Tootsie Roll, send them to me. I think orange has to be the worst. Oh, lime is the best. No, all citrus flavors are the best. Which flavor are you saying is the worst? I know it ain't red. No. Definitely red. No, no, you're not taking cherry. Oh my goodness. Stone cold takes. (laughs) I also do not like pink. I I do not like pink Starburst at all. (laughs) Oh my God. We can't be friends. That's just being contrarian. Yeah. The the yellow (laughs) one is the best. Canceled. No. Again, canceled. The, the orange, the orange is the worst. The Starburst again. The orange, everything is the worst. Worst Skittles oh, flavor oh, too. Orange is the best. I love orange flavor, but I don't like orange juice. I am shocked right now. I have never met a person who doesn't like a pink Starburst. Like I don't know if we can be friends. But anyway, say hello to your fans who are no longer your fans because you just said you don't like pink Starburst. Hello. Hope you guys remember the Factor Fiction because that was some Pulp Fiction from Mike. Pulp or no pulp. <laughs> Full pulp, extra pulp. Oh yeah, it was it was Mike who said that. Sorry, your fans are still your fans. Extra pulp, mm-hmm. the worst kind of orange juice. Pulp ate right there. <laughs> pulp is good. I like pulp. If I have to have if I have to have a juice, I want pulp in it. Pulp is bougie. Mm-hmm. So my nine year old likes pulp. She's decided all of a sudden that she only will drink orange juice with pulp, and I'm like, what? Like what nine year old drinks bougie orange juice? Oh, I know she's gonna be. Ooh. What's next? Twitter again? We still haven't gotten. To me. We haven't gotten to Nick. Oh, okay. We're 10 minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to our Mr. Nick James. 
the king of the pod at Iowa in the NFL on Twitter. Nick James, what's your favorite Halloween candy? Probably anything gummy. Ooh. Would be my preference. Gummy man. Sour lifesavers. Like gummy bears, gummy worms. Sour or not sour? Sour Patch Kids. Sour Patch Kids. Oh. <gasps> mm. Those are my travel candy of choice. Like calories don't count when I'm traveling because I just eat bags of Sour Patch Kids. They're like uh, the Kenneth Walker of candy. <laughs> First they're sour. Then they're sweet. Then they're sweet. Um, What color? What's your favorite color? That's your transition to fantasy football. <laughs> blue is the correct answer. Wait, blue. Of what? Sour Patch Kids. Yellow. I didn't know they had different flavors. God, Mike, I like... Allowed to talk about candy again. Orange is orange is the only wrong answer yet again. <laughs> no, the only thing works is if he's answering purple to any of this. <laughs> yeah, no, purple is no good. Oh god, purple except in sour skittles. Oh, I thought you were gonna say gumdrops, and I was about to tell you we can never talk again. <laughs> purple. Okay, so the reason I am asking about Halloween candy is because we have a super treat for all of you tonight with our Halloween segment. So we've got some fun conversation ahead of us with titles having to do with fun Halloween themed subjects. So to get us started for tonight, let's start off with the scariest player to roster. Who would be this year's scariest player to, who gets the award for this year's scariest player to roster? Antonio Gibson. Ooh, that is scary. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't, and then it was, I mean, it always has been a little bit. He's been, he was putting up RB1 numbers for a couple of years, and he was always getting hurt, and then Brian Robinson was taken over, and, and then Brian Robinson got shot. When Brian, and then, then he and got then it was like, oh, a shot. Maybe, maybe, <laughs> Then maybe Gibson does well again, and he does okay. And then Brian Robson comes back, and what does he do? He just takes over. He looked really good. He's the starter now, yeah. and he looked yeah. good. And it doesn't sound like Gibson's going to be taking over that spot there. <sighs> So we're waiting for a coach to leave or a player to be moved at this point with him. And he's dropped a tremendous amount of value. So if you were highly invested in him at all, kind of wondering what to do with him. I mean, I'm holding him because I got, yeah. what are you going to get a second round pick for him? If that. If that. Acres for Gibson. Who says no? I don't know. <laughs> no, both teams. <laughs> just someone, a new face to be mad at. I guess I just stumbled upon my yeah. scariest player to roster in Acres. Yeah. I was just going to say that also is extremely scary. I wasn't even thinking about him for this answer, but it's a one. Yeah. It was natural. It just came out naturally. Yeah. Good call, Henry. Acres. Henry's going with the Acres. Yeah, Acres uh scary to roster for the Rams right now and even scarier on your dynasty team. There is more I said this earlier, but there is more drama than it in what you would see in a teenage relationship right now with the whatever is going on there. He is gonna play, he's not gonna play. We have personal issues issues, but it might not be the end of him. What is happening? The Akers fall off has been scary, but at this point, if he gets moved to another team, it's going to be hard to go down from here. So the, while the fall off has been scary, maybe not as scary as, you know, riding an elevator with Alvin Kamara. <laughs> That is a scary player to roster. <laughs> That's getting removed. I think his suspension's coming, and it could be any week. 
Well, it doesn't seem like it'll be until next year because there's various things that have to happen before. Which is so weird because, like, Watson was kind of suspended for a year and a half before anything really happened in that court case. It kind of clicked over the weekend when they were talking about it, how, like, there were some more details that were being shared. He's already over 27. Mm -hmm. So you say if he gets suspended next year, that's half of his 28-year-old season. And what is his perception value going to be all the way up until when he actually plays next year? Or what if he's suspended for the second half of the season next year and you don't get to use him in your championship during his 28-year-old season? And then you've got Alvin Kamara at 29 the next year. Okay, so wait, are you? did you roll into Kamara here? Yep. This is Kamara? Okay. Yep. This is my scary player, which is Alvin Kamara. I flipped him. There was some stuff shared with that, and I just basically said, you know what? I went to where I had him rostered and sent out a couple offers in every league. One got accepted, which was for Pittman in a 16 Superflex. Mm, that's pretty good. For Alvin Kamara in a third, but, you know, 16 Superflex, so that's obviously pick 33 or later. And then another one straight up for A.J. Brown. It was a good week to sell him because he's coming off a 20-point week, and then this week looked good, and he did do well this week. But if I can swap out Alvin Kamara for something that's going to produce similarly that doesn't have the risk of if the suspension ruins next year and when he's already passed the point of no return where he's at an age. Alvin Kamara is scary. So someone where if you can cash him out, it's a good time to do it because he's been scoring well recently. Yep. Scary player, Alvin Kamara. Yeah. I mean, you guys touched on Deshaun Watson. He'd be a little scary right now on a roster too, because who knows? Okay. Let's move on. Back from the dead. Who is a player who we thought there's, that's it, the guy is dead, washed up, not going to hear from him again, and boom, he is risen. Like this week or this year? No, this year. We'll go this year. Like, who's a player who you really were like, there is no way this guy's got any gas left in his tank. Nobody's playing him. Back from the dead. It wasn't a player that I thought was dead, but Ezekiel Elliott. He's on pace for 1,100 yards and... <laughs> The weekly yards update for Zeke. <laughs> yeah, the weekly yards pace update for Zeke. <laughs> but a lot of people said that he should retire this offseason, and Pollard was the uh, the clear-cut best player on the entire NFL football fields ever. He's still got juice. He's like the same age as Kamara and Cook and all those guys. So, yep, I don't know. It's, it's weird because you want to be ahead of the curve in age, but when the curve starts getting ahead of you, then it's okay to jump back on at a lower price. Henry? He's always been a Zeke truther. It just is one of those players that I felt like it was always disrespected. Like he was always in a lower tier than Kamara and Cook in Dynasty. And I never really understood it because he was always healthier than Cook and he always performed as a top 10 running back. It was just the thought was that the amount of carries was going to wear on his body and this, that, and the other. And those are all probably good indicators. It just, he seems like a special player. And again, the counter argument is, you know, Gurley seemed like a special player and David Johnson seemed like a special player. But sometimes you just get the predictions wrong. Like, you know, Derek Henry's still going, and uh, some other older guys going to turn back the clock. All right. Uh, Nick, let's jump to you. Who's your back from the dead player this year? Mm, I'll go with Geno Smith. Good one. Ooh. 
because that's a good one. He was he dead, was dead and <laughs> long dead. He was dead. And then all of a sudden, he undertakered everybody and came back. Like this was a bust for a long time. A second round pick from back in the day, New York Jet. Like we last I remember, Geno Smith there for a while before last year really was you know just getting punched. Yep. It's like oh yeah, he was that guy. Yep. You know, and then now he's out and he's one of the more efficient QBs. He's done really well. A little concerning when, you know, he's doing better than all these QBs who have all kinds of job security and they're like locks snipping at his heels. I think it's a system quarterback is what it tells you that Seattle's confident in their system. But if locks snipping at his heels, which someone said that that's a really funny drill. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it, just, it just doesn't make sense. It might just be coach speak or whatever, but uh, Geno Smith back from the dead. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. And I like Geno Smith this year on my roster. That was definitely a treat, by the way. Mm-hmm. Not a trick. Could be a trick. <laughs> it could be a trick. <laughs> the season's young. A QB three to hold, where it's like you can trade him, but you're not really going to get anything for him. He's probably more useful to yep. you if you're trying to win than you're going to be able to get out of moving him in a trade because of a really doubtful future after this season. So it's something where it's like if you got it, it's nice to have it. It's going to be hard to get rid of it unless you can just turn it into uh, something that's low that's that's rising as well. But m- more than likely, a great QB three to have in a super flex league. Okay. Okay. Good deal. Uh, let's go to our uh, professional pajama wearer, Mike. <laughs> Back from the dead. I, I was going to do the same play where I would do every every seg- segment if I could, but I'm not going like to do it. Saquon <laughs> here. I'm actually going to do Kent. I'm, I'm going to run with Kenneth Walker. Nice. Yeah. Not so much that he's back from the dead, but he had a significant drop off in ADP after being hurt all preseason and Rashad Penny starting and him missing the first couple of weeks and everything that we expected to happen happened. Rashad Penny got hurt. I'm not saying that's a good thing. It's just... We were early. Not wrong. <laughs> it was likely to happen. Anybody could have predicted it. He had a better chance than just about anybody. You'd think looking at history. And then two games in a row, Kenneth Walker just looks great. He looks like he was the 102 in your rookie drafts, like everything that you would hope for. And anybody who waited, sure you're very happy with that, but really glad, really happy with the value I was able to get him for after he was hurt in the preseason. Any of the question marks that were going on with him? I just picked him up in my um, home redraft league on waivers last week. I feel pretty good about that pickup. Yep. Oh yeah, you should feel really good about that. Oh, I feel great. Yeah, should have never been on waivers. <laughs> well, we have really, really shallow benches. Like shallow benches. Yeah, that's fair. We only get four players on a bench. Yep. Yeah, you can't roster anybody. No, not really. All right, good deal. Kenneth Walker from our professional pajama wearer, Papa Bearclaw. <laughs> Kenneth Walker. One note on that. Henry made a suggestion last week that not everybody is as high as we are on Kenneth Walker. Uh, and this was before last week. So, you know, you could still go out and get him. And we said you had a short time to do it. I went out and acquired him in three different spots for what I would think would be good deals. Turned Zeke into him in a deal. Turned Mooney in, uh, into him in a deal. And a big deal where I sent Devonta Smith and Mike Williams to get Kenneth and some others. It's crazy the meteoric rise of Kenneth Walker and down to the RB ranks because I feel like some platforms out there had him as like RB45 or something in Dynasty. Like, I don't know if it was that low, but it felt like 
it was beneath RB32. And now, I mean, is he like already our like top 10 RB? Like I would go trade Kamara or Cook immediately straight for Kenneth Walker today. Like easily. Oh, 100%. Yeah. And you, you got to figure, I mean, is he the RB like seven in Dynasty right now? I mean, he went from being somebody no one wanted. My only regret is not like quadrupling down on my Kenneth Walker shares. I have him like the third of my leagues and it's not enough. <laughs> yeah. That's that's about, that's about where I'm at. Yeah. I should have just been buying him at the previous price. Yeah. I mean, it was really nice getting him in a six. I mean, I had like yeah. a 30% uh, share of him as well. Everyone was very, very scared. Oh, he doesn't catch passes. He's he's running the ball. He's caught a few passes. I think he's got like six or seven catches this year. On and He's got more targets than yeah. that, obviously. He's about to get more catches this year than he got in college, like all of college. <laughs> he's really young. He doesn't have anybody else really nope. worth anything on the roster competing with him next year that's under contract. Is he still 21 years old? Did he just turned 22. It's one of the two. He's like the youngest player in the league right now. Yeah, he was one of the youngest ones in this draft class. He turns 22 in two days. Yep, it's on the 20th. Yeah. Yeah, but 22 by the time you're hearing this, but I mean, that's still just like, mm-hmm. yes, about three years younger than Najee. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous yep. to think about. <laughs> Even Henry's older. Yeah, I'm older than Kenneth Walker by like eight months. Wow. So for my favorite topic here, (laughs) and we had some debate in the pre-show talking about this. Um, We had a couple of different ways of looking at this. And so I'm going to do my take on the sexiest costume or maybe the sexiest (laughs) player on your roster. I'm going, and I know, I know for any lady, out there listening, Jimmy G has got to be one of the top sexiest players, but I'm talking, who do you look at your roster and go, damn, that looks good on my roster. I'm going with Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey is like ageless is the guy you can trust week to week to put up a, a billion fantasy points and and win you week after week leagues and championships and whatever. Travis Kelsey is my sexiest costume. Y'all can take it however you want to, but I'm I'm talking <laughs> who's the guy on your roster that you're like, man, that guy's sexy. <laughs> If you're dressing up a win now team and trying to make it like as sexy as possible, throwing some Travis Kelsey on that thing is a hundred percent. I mean, in more ways than one, Travis Kelsey is the sexiest player on my roster. <laughs> I'll piggyback off that. And while it's not the most sexy thing to dress up your roster with, it's the player who's dressed up with the most sexy position for what he's doing, and that's Taysom Hill. Granted, didn't do a lot last week. Definitely was a little disappointing. Oh, <laughs> yes, yes. Trick, not treat. And he might be that uh, all season long unless Andy Dalton misses this week and Jameis Winston misses this week. Then he's a treat. And then you have a QB dressed up as a tight end. Ooh. And that would be a pretty, pretty sexy costume. Okay. I like how you spun that. All right. So you, so Henry and Mike, I like how Nick did that. You guys can take this however you want and spin sexy costume. Who wants to go first? I don't know how to spin this. Like, just how would you interpret sexiest costume? Not related to football. (laughs) Okay, well, do your best (laughs) to imagine we're going to get, a like, I know, Mike is like the literal person here. (laughs) When you look at your teams, which team, what makes 
makeup for a team looks best to you? Running back heavy. So which running back? Saquon's your sexiest costume? Saquon, Chubb. Chubb is so sexy. Yeah, Saquon and Chubb this year. <laughs> He's yeah. sexy and you know it. And Saquon's got the legs. <laughs> Chubb giving full Chubbs. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you really had to go there with sexy costume and chub? Are we serious right now? Hey, they go hand in hand or hand in... Stop it! Stop it! All right, Mike's is definitely Saquon. Yeah, it's gotta be. Yeah. 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 I mean, it always is. He's like, everyone is gonna be Saquon. All right, Henry, who's your sexy costume? Uh, I'll go with a different spin here. It's They put on a different costume in an old time at your mother uh, episode, Ted actually calls them costumes instead of uniforms. This is like coupon and coupon. Yeah, and he goes, oh, the Jets got new costumes this week. And uh, it's Tyreek Hill. He changed costumes. He's on the Dolphins now, and he's on pace to break the single-season receiving yardage record. Mm. He's, uh, his transition to a new team has gone really well. So sexiest costume change goes to Tyreek Hill. I like your nice. spin, Henry. It was good. Uh, that's what I was thinking on. I was like, yeah, we should want to take this, that was you know? good. Yeah. I like it. His receptions versus targets is also really? insane. It's like 50 on 65, over 700 yards, and only six games in. It's a lot of usage. Hope he stays healthy. Even if like it drops down a bit, he's probably going to have more receptions than he ever did on the Chiefs. My other spin was going to be like, you know when you think you're at a Halloween candy and you find like another one in the wash or like in the bag at the bottom? I don't know. I don't know where you find it. What, what a better analogy here is. In the wash? You, you find... <laughs> in the wash? Ooh, yes, it's only lightly laundered. That isn't laundered. <laughs> let, let me get this Hershey's out of the drawer. <laughs> There you yeah. go. That, that wouldn't go well. Maybe, Maybe it maybe. won't taste like fabric softener. It's still good. <laughs> a gobstopper bite. Oh, I like gobstoppers. It's been a long time since I had a gobstopper. Mm. But that player to me is Josh Jacobs. You know, he was someone that I didn't like really having a ton of starting lineups at the beginning of the year. And then he's been a sweet surprise. He's just like, it's like a fine $20 bill in your pocket. It's like, oh. Ooh, he was a treat. He, was a, a, he, he was, was a what? He, that was his other spin. Yeah, my other spin was like Josh Jacobs dressing up as a franchise running back. <laughs> yeah. My, my yeah. other spin would have been kind of like Mike's where when you're dressing up your team, I like to dress it up with two top seven QBs and then figure out the rest from there. Yeah. So if I'm dressing up my team, it'd be like that. I would have imagined Henry's would have been like dressing it up with like Zach Wilson backed yep, up with Jordan yep. Love. And Wentz, <laughs> man, I got a lot of free roster spots this week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm so glad I got a lot of 23 firsts for Wentz. First two weeks. God, yeah, Wentz. Putting them numbers. Speaking of yep. Wentz, let's move on to The Walking Dead. <laughs> the next segment. <laughs> I feel like he could fit into this one. Oh, Walking yeah. Dead. Dead phalanges, I guess. However you like, Nick. You guys can interpret this how you want. We're going with The Walking Dead. Is this a player who is so old you thought he was dead, but there he is walking and still living? Or is this a player who maybe is on their way out and they're dead man walking? So... 
Let's start with, Ooh. I'll start with Mike. All right, I'm, I'm gonna do this one a little different. I'm gonna go, this is a player who is now currently walking. He wasn't walking all season, but I think after this week, which would have already happened after this is released, is the time to start moving it. It's gonna be DeAndre Hopkins. Suspended, getting up there in age, was already piling up soft t tissue injuries, 30 years old. Probably gonna be doing pretty well considering he's like the only viable wide receiver on that team right now. Robbie Anderson really isn't that great. Marquise Brown is down. They no longer have Christian Kirk. They have the ghost of A.J. Yeah, Green. he's been really bad. <laughs> I mean, I expect Hopkins to do really well when he's healthy and playing. I just don't expect him to stay healthy for long at, at this point in his career. And if he's somebody that you were not able to get rid of in the offseason or before the suspension, you might have a short window in the coming weeks. All right. That's a good one. DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins, who, what, if two years ago, three years ago, was going top five in startup drafts maybe he he was pretty he was pretty high and now that's why he's suspended and now <laughs> and now he's in my size the walking dead let's go nick who is your what's your inter interpretation and who's your walking dead well if walking dead is like when you get healthy scratched it would be like albert o who couldn't be, make the top four tight ends this week to play for the broncos whatever the deal was there it's a huge oof i looked at this guy and i looked back through like draft classes last night trying to find it's like all right, so the fastest tight ends in these classes. Other than Evan Ingram, you have to go all the way back to Vernon Davis for faster tight ends. He's fast. He's And you look on player profiler, you see the the two bars that are there are big. He's got a 100% speed score because he's 6'6", even though he's not like super heavy. Apparently not super touted for blocking. I really thought that could end up being something. But there's always tight ends like this every year that have sweet athletic measurables not necessarily as fast as alberto but basically a dead man inactive it'd be cool to see him get moved to a team that wants a move tight end yeah he's rough i mean he's he had all the measurables like you know being very fast and like everyone was really i was even pretty hyped about him going into the year not as highly as some but yeah he was going way higher than he was like he was like replacing noah Fant. that's like what it was going to be and yeah it was pretty crazy now he's behind whoever the fourth tight end is i'm sorry I don't know their fourth tight end. The other three I figured out. Mm -hmm. Saubert. Saubert was okay. That Saubert, was the other one. Dulcich. I don't know who the fourth Tomlinson. is. Tomlinson. 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 Mm, of course. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Tomlinson got his first catch of the season, but so did Dulcich and his first touchdown. Well, while we're on the subject of the Broncos, I'm going to do my walking dead. And that is Mr. 32 year old Latavius Murray. Oh. Who everybody had to think was dead and now is looking to lead the backfield for the Broncos. So my spin on The Walking Dead is a man who... <laughs> is 32 years old and is now the running back one for the Denver Broncos, which will be interesting. So if you picked up Latavius Murray, you probably spent a bunch of money on him on waivers a few weeks ago, and maybe it's going to pan out. So that's my walking dead. I like it. He was paid a lot for and then dropped in a lot of leagues immediately after. When uh, Boone played and Latavius, who had just joined the team a few days ago, was a healthy scratch. 
scratch. It didn't mean that he was going to be a healthy scratch all season. He had just got there. So right before games kicked off, Boone was rostered in 80% of leagues. Latavius Murray was rostered in 50% of leagues. So I imagine those numbers to potentially swap after this. It is important to note that going into the game, Melvin Gordon was questionable with neck and back, whatever it was, but he played and he actually started or was playing initially and then didn't play for the rest of the game. After the game, he was upset saying, you know, as a close game, would have liked to be able to try to make a difference. Apparently not. I was watching that and literally wanted to give Melvin Gordon a hug because he literally looked like he was going to cry. And I'm like, oh my God. Sorry. I get, I feel for these guys. So if I have any of the three, I'm holding. I'm not necessarily going out like buying Latavius Murray now because he's the the new thing. I'm watching closely to see how it goes in these next couple weeks. I'm not sure we know 100% how it's going to work out with Melvin Gordon coming in questionable. Mm. But even if like Melvin Gordon being questionable and everything, I think at worst Latavius Murray is the RB2 on the team, on a team that splits carries and splits workloads. Past Boone, I think we might be able to know that at this point. Yeah. You you think Boone might slip down to the, the third or? Well, close game over time. They had Latavius Murray in there almost the entire time. And then when it wasn't Latavius Murray, it was Boone and it still wasn't Melvin Gordon there at the end. So it seems like Latavius Murray was the one being trusted more. Might just be a close game and you have your veteran in there, but I don't know. Yeah. They're both vets, just not necessarily 32 year old ones. Well, regardless of that, that's my walking dead. I think we have Henry who needs to do his walking dead. Yep, I'll make it short and sweet here. Pretty much any quarterback with an uncertain future on a bad team. Like Wentz, Mills, Mariota... Goff. Those guys are really like, yeah. Depending on draft position, y'all could be in the QB market. <laughs> Any quarterback in Carolina? <laughs> yeah, Carolina. Yep. <laughs> All of them, in, too. In fact. What, what, what quarterback? Stroud, Young. Yeah, yeah. What quarterback in Carolina? <laughs> if you end up on Carolina's team, you are the walking dead. <laughs> like, <Yep>. Carolina <laughs> is this entire subject right now. <laughs> if you had to pick a QB that most resembled a skeleton to be walking dead, it'd probably be Tom Brady. Oh, I think Mills, man. He's got that weird like build to him where he's kind of just, I don't know. He looks, he reminds me of Mike Glennon where he's got like the long neck. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I need, to, I need to look up this Mills guy. I don't think I would even know what he looks like. Yeah, he kind of looks like a thumb. <laughs> he's the guy that's always sticking his neck out for you. Thumb. He looks like a phalange. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think the thumb is a phalange. It's a metatarsal. No. It's a no. Met- no tarsals are feet. What is the thumb? Things your thumb. No, there's gotta be a digit. You shared that long word yeah. that I said could be our listeners' names. Phalange. It was like metatarsophalangical. <laughs> yeah, metatarsal phalangical ligament. I think was what it was. Listener. Listener. <laughs> ligament listener. Maybe not. <laughs> Maybe not that. It doesn't roll off the tongue well enough. Not perfectly. No. All right. That wraps up our Walking Dead segments. I think Candy Awards would be funny. Yeah. Candy Awards. So Candy Awards. Yeah. Like in a candy to an NFL player. Like. Like Melvin Gordon is Butterfingers, and that's why he got benched. Oh, <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it. Yeah, you could do like Snickers, like they might laugh at like Snicker at him. I don't know. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. I want, like, what could I do for Gaskin? What's a good one? What's a good one so I can incorporate him into it? Like Take something... five and go sit on the bench. <laughs> 
No, no, Mike needs take five. Gaskin's yeah. like raisinets. <laughs> no, Gaskin could be like a candy and you open it up and, and, and the wrapper's empty. There's nothing there. Gaskin is like the box of chocolates where you you bite into it and you're like, oh, I got the orange inside. <laughs> like, this. Orange? Yeah. Mike's like, I like the orange ones. Yeah. Oh. I like the orange one. <laughs> Not the strawberry one, oh, though. What could, what's like a really bad candy? Like Gaskin is a milk dud. Oh. Milk duds are yeah, good. It's dud. I mean, come on. It's a dud. It's just a name. Mike, Mike likes every candy that nobody wants. Like, I want to trade all my Halloween candy with oh. Mike because I'd be like, here at the airport. I would have been the best. Like, oh, give me all the milk duds. You can have all the Hershey's. I don't like those. Except we would fight over the lime Tootsie Rolls. Who could share this? All right. To wrap up our spooky Halloween episode, we're going to end with giving out some candy awards. So we are going to compare a candy with a player. So what would the candy award be? Pick a player to go with a Halloween candy. I'm going with Milk Duds and Miles Gaskin. <laughs> Because Gaskin has ended up a big dud. Although I do admit I may have picked him up off of some waivers just recently because with the whole Chase Edmonds unknown question mark, I was like, Gaskin, so you're saying there's a chance. I really thought. And then he was a healthy scratch. I was like, crap. So he's getting my Milk Dead Award. <laughs> Maybe he'll end up turning into a treat at some point. So let's go with Henry, who's your player getting your kin. What's your candy award? I'm gonna go with Tom Brady because you can't teach an old dog new twicks. <laughs> You're good at this, Henry. I like <laughs> he, it. Here's what he is. You know, you might get a few delicious dots thrown out there on the field, but if all your receivers are butterfingers, it doesn't matter. Oh. Henry, okay, nobody likes a show off, Henry. <laughs> Mike's like, you just took all of mine. <laughs> you took all the candies I like. All the candies. All the candies. I'm just picking a, a wide receiver trio and calling them the three musketeers. Ooh, that's a, I don't really like this. All right, Henry, you're cut off. You're you taking all it. the candies. <laughs> That's fine. He didn't take one of my favorite candies. Oh, good. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so let's go with Mike oh. next. And this is going to be interesting because Mike likes all of the candies nobody else likes. So, Mike. One of my absolute favorite candies. I'm going to award the payday to Saquon Barkley. Okay, I like this. I like Playing this. Playing his way into a big contract. I like it. Oh, that was a good one. That was a good <laughs> I like one. it, Mike. That was really good. Yeah, big payday for dimes and Saquon, maybe. Oh. Yeah, and they can afford them both. It's going to be scary. All right. They're not paying David Sills big bills. Hey. <laughs> no, they're not. Oh, my God. <laughs> the wide receiver one, Richie yeah. James. Henry is sleepy, but full of fun tonight. <laughs> All right, Nick, no pressure. The last <laughs> two have been, now three, I'm going to include mine in that, have been pretty good, and you're pretty punny. What do you got? Who's your candy award? Recycled or not, it's definitely uh, Deshaun is the candy corn of NFL players because either he's good and you're afraid to admit it, admit it in public or you think he's gross. So. Oh, I just had a candy corn poll up on Twitter and candy corn is so gross. What? Mike is like, I love candy corn. It's good, but I'm not allowed to admit it in public, apparently. 
That and the candy pumpkins. Oh god, it makes my teeth. Hurt. Oh, those were good growing up. Do the different colors yeah. taste different? Is the age-old question. No. No. It's all the same thing. There's some candy corns that are like the white tip, the orange, and then yellow, and some of them have a chocolate bottom. They're like white, orange, and chocolate. It still all tastes the same. It's all disgusting. I don't know. They're all gross. Wait, okay, wait. So, Mike, do you like candy corn? Yeah. Of course you do. <laughs> I don't think he said no to a candy yet. <laughs> as long as it's not a strawberry one. Yeah. Mike doesn't like strawberries, apparently. No. Okay. Eckler is like the strawberry of Mike's candy. <laughs> the strawberry starburst. <laughs> Just toss it to the side. <laughs> trade it to everybody else. Actually, that that's very good because you trade it to somebody else who loves the yeah. strawberry for more than it's worth because mm -hmm. you don't want that strawberry. And then you get good candy back. Yeah. Like, like payday and milk does. <laughs> Do you guys know the one food that's not in Tom Brady's diet plan? Strawberries. He hates strawberries. Oh. Mm. Never seen Mike and Tom Brady on the pod at the same time. So, just saying. Oh, yeah. you think Mike might be incognito Tom Brady? I'm thinking. I'm thinking so. You're that or the mass Singer. We'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all the rumors in the offseason of mass Singer, it turns out it was just like marriage counseling. <laughs> yeah, it's divorce and living an awful oh life. God. I'm sorry, Tom. But thanks for glamorizing it, guys. <laughs> Appreciate it. He's probably like so upset said about that uh, and one last one to get us out of here you guys and this podcast are definitely the laffy taffy of halloween candy they didn't say we were sweethearts <laughs> you guys are all jokes i sure do like the you guys are all jokes put it on wax to end off the show we read laffy taffy jokes Yes. Ew, is that, oh, gross. Is it banana? What's a dryer's favorite exercise? Stay tuned. Spinning. <laughs> <laughs> Just when you thought it could get worse. All right. You guys are better than Laffy Taffy's. I'm sorry I said that. I kind of feel like all of our jokes have come from Laffy Taffy after reading that. <laughs> we, are, we are killing Laffy Taffy's jokes. Oh, my word. That's actually the bar we need to be trying to beat. And uh, I think we crush Laffy Taffy level of jokes every time. Yeah. Is Laffy Taffy a bar? Mm. No, it's Taffy. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Yes. It is. Yeah. All right. Before we get into the the age old, old the age old debate of a hot dog being a sandwich, we're gonna get out of here because we have definitely either given you enough tricks or treats for the night. This is a fun episode. I hope everybody enjoyed it as much as we did. Remember to like us, to subscribe to us, follow us on Twitter. Stay engaged. We love to hear from you. As always, send us any questions you'd like to be featured on the Ranked Draft Trade podcast. And of course, we hope we made all of your spooky fantasy dreams come true. Thanks for listening and tune in next time to the Ranked Draft Trade podcast. Hot dogs are the candy corn of ballpark food. What? I love hot dogs. All of our listeners, if they were candy, they'd be smarties. Oh, Henry. That's my mom's favorite candy. Henry could do this all night. <laughs> this was his jam. He's like, I'm in my element right now. He's not well, He's not looking at us. He has a list of candies. <laughs> Call me Lionel Richie because I'm going to be here all night long. <laughs> all night long. Yeah, why is that the song for Monday Night Football? Is it really? I didn't know that. I did notice that.
said I didn't hear Carrie Underwood, and that's kind of bullcrap. No, Monday Night Football, not oh, Sunday Sun Night Football. Sunday Night, okay. Sunday Night Football used to be some like really good rock song that got canceled or something. Yeah, because he did stuff. I have, I have no idea, but it must have been bad. What word did Mike say earlier that Henry said was funny? Sounded funny the way he said it. Coffee. Oh, coffee. 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 That, that's why you're the York of Halloween candy. He's in mint condition. Uh, the Duke of York. It's actually after York, Pennsylvania, I think. Oh my word. <laughs> That's also fairly accurate for Mike. Or Yorkshire Terrier. I usually feel like I'm quick and witty with stuff, but you guys are killing it on the candy stuff. Like I can't candy? even get it in. Henry is like, I think he does have a list in front of him. Like. I just have all the candy in front of me. Just like reading <laughs> labels. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. Just like, oh, look at this one. What's this? Smarties. Collusion. I'm on a spree.